Hello! It's been a long time, hasn't it? Yes, uh, after the golden anniversary episode that I recorded with Mum, it all stopped, didn't it? And the reason for that was I was busy, basically, working and creating a proper home audio studio for all the lovely audio work that I've been doing, which uh, includes narrating audio books and um, audio drama and lots of editing. I do my own editing to create pieces as well. And, um, you know, that's rather taken over. It takes many, many hours to make an audio book, especially when you're reading a book authored by your own father, who is dyslexic and doesn't know where commas go. And there's an awful lot of uh, reading and rereading sentences until they make sense. Not that I blame dad I mean dyslexia is is just something he has to live with but uh, I kind of blame the proofreader that he paid to do the proofreading because uh, they obviously didn't do it so that was done and um, well yes I haven't really got time to um, sit and reminisce with mum but uh, one thing I did do recently was I uh, recorded a monologue about a mother, you see, and uh, this is a monologue by my good friend Bertie Welland, who uh, he used to be a police detective, and now he writes murder mysteries, you see, putting his expertise to good use, and he's a very good observer of human beings, you see, so he wrote uh, a collection of monologues called Aspects, If you think something like Alan Bennett's Talking Heads, it's very similar format. And they were going to be films, but uh, it takes a lot, a lot of work to make a film. (laughs) And a lot, a lot of organising. Whereas, if you've got a little sound booth set up with a nice microphone, and uh, you've got to grips with the technology, it's not that difficult um, to record an audio production. So I've done that and um, since it's on the theme of mothers I'm offering it under the listen with mother banner. And then I don't know what I'll do. Um, I'll either keep the title um, and make the stuff I post utterly irrelevant to mothers because I don't want everything I do going forward to be about mothers, fun as they are could be ironic actually because uh, as a female actor you know uh, sometimes seems that the only castings you ever see especially for the visual media um, films commercials it's when you get to a certain age like I am it it often feels like uh, all you ever see are castings for typical mums and uh, that's really quite irritating because uh, you think well who are these people who think the most interesting thing a woman can do with her life is to be a mum not that being a mum isn't interesting and rewarding but uh, I am a non-mum and um, when I try and imagine 
myself into another life, motherhood isn't necessarily uh, the easiest thing for me to imagine myself into. Also a typical mum. What is a typical mum? Every mum is different. Every mum has a different background, a different outlook on life, a different philosophy, different politics, different method of child rearing, different personality. You know, when you say, when you reduce someone to a typical mum, you, you, you really are reducing that person to a cardboard cutout and really saying, well, I, I can't be bothered to write a character for you because uh, you're not important. You're, you're just there to be the protagonist's mum, aren't you? Anyway, so I could keep it as Listen With Mother because it would then the title would be The Irony of That. Um, actresses of a certain age being shunted into stereotypical mum roles. The nice thing about audio work, I've already discovered, is that you're obviously you're not you're not um, you're not limited by your physical appearance. If you can manipulate your voice, um, use of accents, different tones, you know, you can really be anything you want to be and uh, well <laughs> I love that uh, I was doing a I've done an audiobook recently it's 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 not going to be published until uh, until the summer but uh, I was a, a goddess several times in that <laughs> uh, yeah so Anyway, let's get on and let's play you Judith, which again is very, very apt because my mum's own name, given name is Judith. Um, and I would like to say my mum isn't like the Judith in this piece. Uh, but there you go. It's Listen With Mother. It's a piece about a mum and the mum's called Judith and my mum's called Judith. So, here we go. I'm not pushy. Jonathan says I'm pushy, but I'm not. I'm just a proud mum, that's all. Nothing wrong with that. She is talented, though. Anyone can see that. Shows some of the others up. I mean, look at that cart horse at the back. Tracaster's daughter. Leaf. What kind of a name is that? Leaf. I hate those stupid, pretentious names for children, don't you? Frank Zappa called his daughter Moon Unit. And look at Bob Geldof, for God's sake. I like the old traditional names. Imagine growing up with a name like Leaf. I mean, you can't do anything with it. You can't shorten it, can you? Lee? It's hardly shorter, is it? Leaf Vaughan. Leaf Ulrika Vaughan. The Ulrika was Martin's idea, after that blonde weather girl. Typical. <laughs> Leaf Ulrika Vaughan. Her initials are L-U-V. I mean, <laughs> who would do that to a child? Jocasta said she thought it was adorable. 
her little love child. I said, yes, that's probably the way you spell love. <laughs> Not out loud. Well, I thought it, anyway. Good job she isn't Hetty Morgan Patrick's daughter. <laughs> then she'd be lump. <laughs> More appropriate, though. Now, she must realise that she just isn't made for dancing. Some children are and some aren't. And Leaf certainly isn't. I blame the parents. I mean, it's just not fair on the children. Being held up to ridicule. It's like that Britain's Got Talent programme. You see all those simpering, adoring parents with their ugly, talentless offspring. It's just plain embarrassing. She's been singing her whole life, they say, or this means everything to her. She's six years old, for God's sake. But Jocasta and Martin are like that. Love goggles, I think you call it. <laughs> or L-U-V goggles in their case. That's it, darling! Took me hours to sew on all those sequins. Hours. It's just a shame that my commitment isn't shared by all. I mean, there should be minimum standards at least. Look at some of them. More ugly duckling than Swan Lake. I mean to say, everyone got the same letter. There should be some consistency. In colour at least. How many purple swans have you seen? That's little Phoebe. And such a shame. Not her fault, I suppose, but they could have hidden her away at the back. I mean, you can't help looking, can you? Sorry, I know it's not strictly PC, but you can't help it. I mean, can you? However much you try. I was having a latte with Tilly the other morning, and she said exactly the same thing. Well... You don't want to draw attention to it, do you? The poor little thing will grow up with a complex. Oh, now, talking about Tilly, and this will make you giggle, she's got one of those yummy mummy stickers on the back window of her X5. <laughs> Hilarious! You can't miss it. That's it. I think Paddy got it for her. Bless. At least he's got a sense of humour. Well, he'd have to, wouldn't he? She does make me cross, though. Tilly puts every aspect of her life on Facebook. And I do mean every aspect. I really don't want to know it all. I mean, her sex life is just that. Her sex life. I do not want to know the intimate details. Who does? Mind you, I must admit last Thursday's roleplay session was funny. <laughs> Did you see the pictures with the piano accordion? <laughs> Priceless! Now, why would you advertise like that? Unless... Well, you know. You're inviting participation. The old car keys in the fruit bowl. 
wouldn't surprise me. Facebook, the new home for idle gossip. I mean, what's wrong with a coffee morning? No, it's all this like and copy and paste this into your timeline to prove you are my friend stuff on FB that gets to me. Well, I just won't do it. If you have to be reassured that you have friends by openly supporting some obscure rehabilitation home for stressed rabbits, or whatever, then I think you are a very sad person. I must admit, it is quite addictive, though. Facebook, one of my guilty pleasures, tells you a lot about people, what they think of themselves. Do you read the about me sections? I can't resist them. Tilly said she was educated at the University of Life and Paddy at the School of Hard Knocks. I mean, really? And then, of course, she constantly says she has no time to do anything with a hectic schedule and full social calendar, and then I get ten requests a day from her to play Candy Crush Saga or Farmville or whatever. <laughs> Facebook. Oh, now this will make you hoot. I changed my profile name to Judith Mummy-to-be, some people actually thought I was marrying someone called <laughs> Mummy Toby. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't write it, could you? I suppose they thought he may be Nigerian or something. I mean, just imagine. Uh, not that I'm against mixed marriages. Of course not. Well, you can't be, can you? Things have moved with the times. I mean, we don't live in the Dark Ages anymore, do we? No, no, I didn't mean that. That didn't come out right at all. You have to be so careful what you say. People are so sensitive these days. Diversity. That's the right word, isn't it? Diversity, yes. It's just that you can't be comfortable, at ease. You have to analyse everything you're going to say before you say it just to make sure nothing can be taken the wrong way. And believe me, I am the world's expert at inserting the old ambulatory appendage. <laughs> Jonathan used to tell people that I had foot-in-mouth disease. I think he thought it was funny. Now he just says that I'm a mad cow. No, honestly. He's probably right. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes, diversity. I really don't understand it all. I mean, people are just different. That's all there is to it. Jonathan told me he was once passed over for a promotion because he wasn't black, a woman, or gay. Positive discrimination, they called it. Now, how can discrimination be positive? It's like that song from Sesame Street. One of these things is not like the others. 
these things just doesn't belong. I bet you can't sing that anymore. No, I'm really not with it. I'm not a racist. I respect people's differences. But I wouldn't marry a Nigerian. Mummy would have kittens. No, I'm quite happy with Jonathan. I wouldn't want to marry him, though. I like my independence too much. If I didn't have him, I would have to go out and work for a living. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Thought I felt a vibration. They told us to turn them off. I didn't. Naughty, I know, but I'm expecting a very important call. There's enough extraneous noise on that stage to cover it. I can hardly hear the music over those galumphing hooves. Not my little angel, of course. She's as light as a feather. But you can certainly hear the leaf fall this autumn. <laughs> <laughs> Must remember that. Now then, what was that? Oh, a text. Jonathan, speak of the devil and he shall appear. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is so funny. Apparently, Paddy has just planted an enormous pampas plant in their front garden. Well, I mean, talk about advertising. Wait. He sent a picture. <laughs> now that really is priceless. I must just post this. What shall I say? Uh, swing down to Tilly's for a bit of afternoon delight. No, I can't. Is that too naughty? No, I don't think so. There. Post. <laughs> we'll be getting a hot tub next. Oh, wait, a comment. It's Saskia. They'll be getting a... <laughs> well, great minds and all that. Now, Saskia is lovely, but Giles has got his hands full with her. I mean, she is an absolute scream. Insane! She's got je t'aime as her ringtone. Certainly turns heads. In more ways than one. I mean, why would you disfigure yourself like that? Must be a nightmare at airports. And then there's their poor little daughter. What's her name? Landfill? Or something like that? Three piercings in each ear. Now, in my mind, that's abuse. It's not as if the poor child has a say in it. And the hair. I don't think it's ever been washed. No wonder they're giving her a wide berth out there. And those flailing arms. More like a threshing machine. No, Grace. Wonderful, darling! <laughs> she does stand out, a rose among thorns. Or a dove among the turkeys. That's it, sweetie. Focus! Look at the concentration.
compare that to the vacant look on poor Leaf's face. The lights are on, but nobody's home. No, I am being unfair. She does try, but without the basic raw materials, it is an uphill struggle. That's why they gave her the Ballerina of the Year award, of course. Well, for trying. You have to encourage the less fortunate ones, don't you? Otherwise, they'd give up. I'm not sure I really agree with that philosophy, though. I did query it with Mrs Arbuthnot after the event, but she said the panel's decision was final. She didn't even reply to my letter. Rude. But then she is married to a tradesman, so what do you expect? No breeding. Standards are dropping. Everywhere. Of course, it's all this left-wing political correctness again, isn't it? Fair competition is discouraging to those less, well, able. You have to create a level playing field. Madness. Life is not fair, and some people are better at things than others. I didn't pay for the private lessons to have talentless awkward lumps encouraged. The world is going mad. See, Mummy and Daddy always taught me that the old values were the best. Traditions are what this country was built on. Daddy was all for capital punishment and conscription. Now, I don't say I'd go that far, but a lot of what he used to say made sense. I suppose I'm old school. But is there really anything wrong with that? I went to school. You do wonder with some of these parents. And don't get me on to all this text speak. L-U-V. It's just lazy. Lazy, pretentious and rude. That's how the world is nowadays. Sorry. Hello, yes, this is she. Am I what? Mephi's mummy, yes. Mephista. With two Fs. No, no, it's Greek. Cats. No, no, that, that was Mr. Mistopheles. Yes, two Fs. Sorry. I don't know. Some people. 